Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I'll tell you what, let's jump on in to Second Peter, which is where we have been of late. And uh, these verses coming out of the first chapter uh, really give us some insight into uh, at least the mindset of Peter who wrote this, but I think the mindset of, of the apostles, the ones that had been around the Lord Jesus Christ, and really how we should be. Okay, So Second Peter chapter 1, verse 12 starts off with the word, therefore. Oh, well, there we go. What's therefore, therefore? <laughs> well, it's actually our second therefore in this uh, first chapter, and actually the third after you have this word for. And we just have to be reminded of what's been said so far, that God uh, has granted us his divine power, and he's granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Remember that? <clears throat> he's granted precious promises to us that we are literally partakers of the divine nature. And remember that list of how we are to function and what we are equipped with? Uh, we are to be diligent. We're to have faith, moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, perseverance godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. And he said, if these qualities are yours, and if they're increasing, then you will be useful for the kingdom of God. You will be fruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But if you lack these qualities, you're going to be blind and short-sighted. So what we saw in the last episode that he said, therefore, be all the more diligent to make sure about his calling, okay? To be certain about that. Now, verse 12, he says, therefore, I will always be ready to remind you of these things. So let me tell you what Peter's about to say, and then we're going to read it, okay? He's going to tell them why he is saying these things to him. To them, He's going to tell them why he's reminding them of things that they already know. He's going to tell them why he keeps saying it over and over and over again. You know, every now and then, it, it's, that strikes me within myself personally. Because I find myself going to certain things over and over and over and over again <clears throat> and talking about certain things. And uh, I think that's because the, the Lord really wants us to know these things. And they're things that have really struck my heart. Somebody else may really, really uh, be going over and over and over and over again another subject matter and things. Okay, And that's the reason we need the body of Christ. But he said, I want to be... I want to remind you why I'm doing this. I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them and have been established in the truth, which is present with you. He says, you know these things already. I know that. You've been established in this truth. Hallelujah. He said, but I'm going to remind you of it again. Now, verse 13, I consider it right. As long as I'm in this earthly dwelling, to stir you up by way of of reminder. So he's saying this, as long as I'm alive, as long as I'm in this earthly body right here, I'm going to stir you up by way of reminder. I'm going to remind you about these things. I want to remind you about the divine nature, about the divine power, about how we should be living. We need to be reminded of this, folks, over and over. And that little phrase he uses right there, to stir up, you know how things are. Uh, probably the great example of that is some type of a salad dress, an Italian salad or something like that. If you let it sit there, uh, the spices and the oil will separate, right? And you have to shake it up. You have to stir it up. And if we're not careful in our faith and in our walk, uh, things can get separated like that. And he says you need to be reminded 
and this reminder will stir up that which is in you. So he says, I consider it right. As long as I'm in this earthly dwelling, to stir you up by way of reminder. Now watch this, verse 14. Knowing that the laying aside of my earthly dwelling is imminent, as also our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. Peter had been told many, 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 many years before uh, how he was going to die. Okay, He knew how he was going to die. He did not know when he's going to die. Now in this letter, this is Second Peter, this is the last one that he wrote. Now in this letter, he's saying that my laying aside is imminent and come at any moment. Usually when we hear the word imminent, we hear it in relationship to the return of the Lord. And, you know, I talk about that a lot, this uh, man-made doctrine of imminency, that the Lord could return at any moment. There's nothing that has to take place. Well, that is absolutely not true. Now, there will be a point in time when the return of the Lord is imminent. Luke tells us about that. And Luke 21 says, at this moment, at this time, lift up your head for your redemption draweth nigh. Yeah, yeah, you know that verse, right? Well, that's the context of it. That's what it's talking about. Well, here, the uh, use of the word imminent is correct because Peter knows that it's about to happen. There's nothing else that has to occur. He says, I know that I'm about to be laid aside out of this. Be why else? Because the Lord has made it clear to me. I don't think this is necessarily referring to what the Lord had made clear to him many, many years before about how he was going to die. <clears throat> but I think the Lord was letting him know, yes, your time has come. Listen to verse 15, what his attitude is. And I will also be diligent that at any time after my departure, you will be able to call these things to mind. Oh, that's, that's crazy, isn't it? That is great. What he's saying is this. You know, I'm calling you to be diligent in this stuff. I'm calling you to be diligent and walk in this way. He's already said it a couple of times. He says, but I'm going to be diligent even in these last moments in my life. And one of the ways he's going to be diligent was writing this letter and writing this letter to stir them up by way of reminder the truths that they already knew that had already been established in them and that were present within them. They knew these truths, okay? And he was stirring them up. So the last thing that was on his mind was to press on until the end to be diligent so that after his departure that they would be able to call these things to mind. You ever think about that, about what you do day in and day out, about what your life's about and why you do things? You know, uh, there's a couple things that I do every day. One of them is this podcast. And another one is a uh, write a little blog thing. <clears throat> and there's daily versions of them. Okay, both of them, just day in, day out, day in, day out. It's actually sort of funny because I have found, because uh, I've been doing this for several years, the blog at least. And uh, usually I miss one day a year. It's sort of weird. And the reason I miss the one day of the year is uh, it's happened like the last two or three years in a row is because it's not so much that I forgot to do it, but something came up and I thought I had already done it. You ever did that before? I thought you'd already done something like that. So anyway, we need to be diligent to where at the time of our departure, they will be able to recall these things. The primary reason I, I do uh, the blog and the podcast, and this kind of thing. Yes, it is for us now. It is to, for those of us who are here at this moment, but in the back of my mind, and even more now in the forefront of my mind, it's for those that will be listening down the road. Those that are uh, family members, you know, your kids, your grandkids, that kind of stuff, which probably at this time don't really think much about it and give it much listen or do anything. But later on, after you're gone and they wonder, you know, we're really the first generation 
to be able to come. And in generations past, you could leave a, a picture of somebody. You might be able to leave a tape recording of somebody. But now we can leave video recordings of what grandpa, great-grandpa, great-great-great-grandpa had to say. And if these words will speak into the generations yet to come. That's what Peter desired. He said that after my departure, you may be able to call these things to mind. Now, the very next verse, which we'll look at next time, starts with four. So he's going to tell us about the things that are concerning him and that they need to be reminded of and that they need to be stirred up about, okay, in the right way to remember. It's the same thing that we face today, folks, okay? Anyway, thank you for your time. I'm Dale. I'll see you again later.